Will you please pray with me? My Lord, my God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations on all of our hearts be worthy in your sight, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. There was once a famous battle between churches that made its way online. When I say battle, I do not mean the countless bloody wars that have been waged throughout history. I refer to a battle of church signs. One morning, Our Lady of Martyrs Catholic Church put up a new sign. All dogs go to heaven. Apparently, Belula Community Presbyterian Church took issue with this because the next day their sign read, only humans go to heaven, read the Bible. The Catholic Church replied the next day, God loves all his creations, even dogs. The Presbyterians shot back, dogs don't have souls, this isn't an open debate. The Catholics said, Catholic dogs go to heaven, Presbyterian dogs can talk to their pastor. The Presbyterians replied, converting to Catholicism does not magically grant your dog a soul. The Catholics free dog souls with every conversion. Finally, the Presbyterians had had enough. Dogs are animals. There are not rocks in heaven either. The next day, the Catholics put up their last sign. All rocks go to heaven. Though this cute little theological debate is played for laughs, it's actually a serious topic in theology. What about the rest of creation? The redemption of humanity from sin is the miracle of Easter. But what happens to the rest of creation? The trees, the animals, the microscopic life we can't see, even our pets that we love so dearly. It's generally believed that the earth and all creation was impacted by sin, hence why we don't see sheep and lions playing together, or why we can't trust wild animals around babies. Is there room for redemption of all creation in God's plan? Will, as it were, all dogs go to heaven? Well, Jesus seemed very connected to the world around him, in part because he lived in a society that was deeply dependent and connected to the world. Most of Jesus' parables spoke about the natural world. In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus tells us not to worry because God watches over and cares for all creation, from the smallest sparrows to the humans that sell them. He also says that God clothes the grasses of the field, 
and will also give us what we need to live. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus compares the kingdom of heaven to one who plants seeds, and seeds to humans, who the grower cares for and watches as they produce fruit. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says he is the vine, and we are the branches who bear through fruit through him. Now, as I mentioned, Jesus could be speaking like this because it is a message that his audience would understand. But I believe there is something deeper than that. Humanity and nature are spiritually connected. This is why, after the first sin, nature is thrown into apparent disorder. In Genesis, no longer does the earth just bear fruit, but humans need to toil and work for it. Animals do not get along with one another and actively fear each other. It is also shown that if humanity does evil in the sight of God, the earth is impacted by this sin as well. Hence why Isaiah says after the people return to God that the land shall rejoice and bloom and the weak will be made strong and the burning sands shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. Humanity's sin and redemption seem directly connected to the well-being of the earth. Humanity and nature are also biologically connected. The water we drink and the air we breathe has been on a cycle through our environment longer than recorded history. The food we eat comes from the earth or the creatures of the earth directly. We are impacted by the climate around us. Humans cannot exist without interacting with the world around us. And the same is true for the world. The cycle of air and water works through us. And one day, we too shall die and our bodies will become part of the dirt that is a source for the life of plants and other creatures. We are interconnected. And we are just as much a part of our environment as the environment is a part of us, affecting us and changing us. Jesus is the linchpin between God, the environment, and humanity. If Jesus is both fully God and fully human, that means God himself entered into this natural connection between humanity and nature. Just like the rest of us, Jesus could not have existed without being a part of the oxygen cycle, nor without his metabolism taking in energy from the earth and other creatures. To be human is to be part of the environment. And if Jesus was fully human, then he too was a part of the environment. 
Through Jesus' death and resurrection, Jesus forgives humanity's sins because he is both fully human and fully divine. If humanity is to be redeemed, this also means that non-human creatures, which are so deeply connected with humanity, must also be redeemed as well. Jesus, being the perfect human who fulfilled human interaction with the environment, was able to redeem creation through taking on the sins of the world. This is the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy, that through his rule, the land would be bountiful, the people would be healed, and the lion would lie down with the lamb, and a little child shall lead them. Through Christ, God, humanity, and the environment are finally reconciled. But that leaves us with a mission. Through our shared redemption and resources, breathing the same air and sharing the same energy, we are neighbors to our fellow non-human creation in the world. Our lives depend on them, and their lives on us. Right now, we are using resources at the expense of their lives, and that is the opposite of Jesus' entire ministry. We need to show our love to all our neighbors, telling people that God sees the world as very good, not just because we humans are in it. It is our obligation as Christians and children of God to care for the rest of the world, but right now we are not being fair to the rest of the world. We take for granted what we use and have with little concern of where it comes from or the costs associated with it other than money. As we wait for Christ's return, we are tasked with caring for our neighbors that we are so interconnected with. We must try to make God's kingdom here on earth, where all are reconciled. Amen.